she's 90 my tag Just written it all hang out She's a friend Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Ponder. My name is Ben Lomas. Yes, and sitting is. across from me is a man. Yes. A man who has uh, is, uh, is seen Mount Everest and, and he? he's conquered it. Has he? He's conquered it. Oh, I mean, he wanted to eat guy? it, but he said no. Because it wasn't cheat day. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a Dilruk Jai Singer. It is a Dilruk Jai Singer. Uh, people who are listening at home wouldn't know this, but before you hit record, you just you, this is how you uh, took your breath. You went... <gasps> And then click, click. ladies and gentlemen. He's <laughs> <laughs> giving a bit of behind-the-scenes magic. Yeah, working on my breath technique. Ben Lomas, I want to start off by saying I am proud of you and congratulations oh. on 2018. Clap it out. Clap it out. Clap it out for a fantastic year. And uh, I want to uh, congratulate you, Dil. Uh, you have uh, exceeded my expectations. Uh, <laughs> no, you have. Like, I knew you came to play and, and, and we had the bet. But to then continually watch you change and really, really focus not just on your weight but your mental health as mm. well and make a real difference uh, to both yourself and people around you. I include myself in that as well. Yeah. Uh, it's It's been inspiring. It's been a, a really interesting year. It's probably uh, – well, um, this is our wrap-up uh, episode that we decided to do, Ben and I thought, because I head off to uh, Colombo tomorrow – well, Malaysia first and then Colombo on Sunday. And then I and head I'll- off to Philippi. <laughs> 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 oh, the theme continues. <laughs> But uh, but we won't. We're recording a whole bunch of episodes back to back over the last few days. That will come out till I think uh, um, mid uh, late Jan is when we next catch yep. up. So we kind of wanted to do an episode. It's December twentieth to uh, no nineteenth today. Yeah, and we just wanted to do a end of year kind of catch up. And I just wanted to kick it off by just saying genuinely, it's been um, you know let's start off with the positivity about how yeah. it's, uh, it's been. I I. I Someone asked me a question uh, the other day. We were talking at the end of the year, and they were like, so what uh, What are you most proud of this year? And I was like this really cool moment where I went, oh, wow, there's a, there's a few things that I could draw from. Yeah. But the one thing that I think I'm most proud of is what you just said, which is that I, my approach to mental health this year, I think, has been something that I am genuinely proud of because, you know, it was a bit of a real funk towards the end of last year. So I did a lot of work on my brain really and knowing that i was able to use those things that strategies that i'd learned when things were tough like yep. you know because obviously when i my social presence my my online all my media presence is very fairly positive but obviously i think everyone would pretty understand there are dark times for everyone and oh, i, and I had some pretty low low points uh you know edinburgh is really hard at times yep. and um in those moments, because it's it, it, it's easy to be grateful and positive when things are going well. Yep. It's harder to draw those positivities and gratitude when things aren't going uh, aren't going as well. But I think those are the moments that it's really important to do it, or more important than ever before. Yeah. Well, so I when think you're I'm faced more, with adversity, right? Then that's, that's when, when you pe- need it the most. That's when you need the most. And that's, that's hardest to do. Hardest to do, but that's when you learn the most, I think. And then if you have, right? Because quite often when you when you're faced with a difficult time, mm. if you don't have the tools and techniques then you, you, go, you dip further. You, mm. you dip further away than where you want to be. But because I, I, I'm in much the same, it's like one of the, the most, you know, and I, I've talked about it in a couple of pods where, you know, that positivity that when you do turn a corner, it's a really difficult time, which I faced recently, that I've got the tools in place to go, I, I am grateful. This is really hard. You know what? I'm not going to slip back in the old ways. I'm going to actually move forward. Interesting. That, and I've, that, and I've, I don't think I've had that. In about 10 years. Yeah. And like, it's, it's a nice feeling to know 
that the work you did is paying off and it because you know how hard the work was. Yep. That's the thing. It's like it's it, it feels more rewarding because it actually takes a lot of efforts around especially around mental health for me because it's not an area that I was ever conscious of for 30 years, you know? Yep, totally. And so I would say that that was a cool moment for me to realize that's the, probably the thing I'm most proud of because then that trickles down into everything else. Yep. So it trickles down into examples of, uh, you know, being um, when I had that uh, deal, deal day, when yep. I had the week of, I don't know why we <laughs> called it a deal day when it was a whole week of the relapsing, being able to come back to it by, you know, l- using the things that I'd learned from the last four months of dieting or whatever. Then while I was in Edinburgh, you know, like, you know, really sort of performed at low numbers and things like that, being able to tap into going, hey, you're in Edinburgh. You're getting to fucking perform in Edinburgh with an hour of comedy that works. How cool is that? And then yeah. being able to snap myself out of those yeah. low points. And telling the front row to put the haggis down. <laughs> Yeah, I had heaps of eggs. Heaps of eggs. And that was the other thing as well, just going, oh, look, you can enjoy meals and not, you know, uh, completely spiral out. Yeah. Like, which is what I used to do is I go, well, I'm on holiday now, so I'm going to just smash everything, which, to be fair, I still did. But the difference was I'd continue the exercise. And as we've discussed in length. So I think I'm proud of those applications of those, of the knowledge. Yeah. You know what? If I had to sum it up. We've you and I've always known what's healthy and what's not. Yeah, the application was what was difficult. Yeah, and I feel like being able to apply those no- that knowledge is what's been beneficial, and that came from the work I did on my mental health, and that's what I'm proud of. Yeah, I, I totally agree, and I, I'm I'm much the same. I mean, I've been working on my mental health for quite a few years now, mm. but it's also you forget the importance of uh, exercise and well being. How that also you can have the tools in place, but once you start generally feeling better, you know, it's that they are intertwined. Yeah, and I couldn't believe how much that intertwined because I never thought that I would be in a in a space where I look forward to waking up at five o'clock in the morning. I, right. I, I never thought I heard people talk about it and I look at them and go, shut up and go to the pub. Right. And that was me telling those people that. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm on the other side of that. Mm. So and but you know what's really interesting? Someone's like, hey Ben, you look great. Uh you know, you've kept it off. The, the thing that the answer is someone's something's someone's vibrating. Fine. It's yours. Oh, that was weird. Yeah, is that a alarm? I think that was my pacemaker. Anyway, some big news. Um, <laughs> no, but the, the one I find really interesting is, and this is where I, and we've talked about this before, is like, Ben, you, you know, you've been able to control, uh, you know, your eating, that you're eating healthy, that you look forward to it, uh, and you have that sense of control, uh, but you're not letting it control your life. Are you able to, are you ready to then start drinking again? Oh, okay, yeah. And that's – and I know for you, you've just like, no, it's done. Yes. You're done with alcohol. Now, yeah. I've never – I haven't pushed that away. Right. Like, I haven't pushed that away. But it's that thing where I'm still – I love it that I can do it with the food and I can do it with my lifestyle and I've changed that, yet I'm still not ready to do it with alcohol. Right, right. And, and what, that, what do you think those are? What the well, reasons that's are? the thing. Like, the applications are much the same. Like, like why can't I do the same the application? Can I venture with, a guess? Go. I think the application is the same in principle, yep. but the difference is the application, the ability to apply the knowledge shifts from drink number one to number four. Yeah. And that's what you might be afraid of. That's yeah. what, at least that's what I'm afraid of. I know that I can do two wines and uh, and stop, but I worry that I when I get to the second wine or whatever, I'm missing wine, I never drink wine that much, but let's say beers or scotch. Yeah. Like I know that if I do two scotches, I'll be like, I'll be good today. That's that's all I'm going to have. And then it'll be in a week's time, I might have three or in a month's time, I might have three. Yeah. And that's where I'm worried about that point where the brain on three scotches isn't as strong and strong willed as 
the brain on one scotch. And to avoid that uh, lapse yeah. in judgment is why I go clip it at one. Because someone asked me on Friday when we were hanging out, we went for a, uh, we went through Victoria Street, restaurant hopping, you, me, and yes. a bunch of comedians, a lot of previous guests of the Still show. Apart, like, yeah. And uh, it was really fun, you know. We had a great time. But someone asked me, do you miss drinking? Uh, Cody, Nick Cody asked me, do you miss drinking? And That I said, was while he had two pints in his hand. <laughs> yeah, 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 which was like yeah, from so many other drinks that before that as well. And I think heroin as well. But um, <laughs> well, we were on Victoria Street. <laughs> and uh, but no, uh, when he asked me to do like you know, do you miss drinking? Like almost like skeptical. I'm like, mate, every day. Like there's an element that I go, oh, this would be nice to have drunk, especially around this time of the year. It's when yep. I used to charge hardest. I used to go yep. partying. I loved. I loves drinking in the summer. The difference is I uh, we talked. Uh, well, I, I think this is ep- this episode is going to come out before. Uh, chat with Nick Kappa, who is yep. a future guest. Um, spoilers. <laughs> but we talked about the idea of it being a poison, that you yep. start to recognize it as a poison. And for me, the value that I get out of that poison isn't nowhere near as how much I will be riddled with regret and, and despair uh, when it goes bad. And, that, and that's, So and that's what I focus on, and that's what helps me push through. So if sobriety sucks, say, sometimes or whatever, if I go, I wish I wasn't sober, yeah. That is not as that feeling is nowhere near as bad as how bad I feel when it's gone wrong. Yeah, because I, I, I'm not the same because when people go, uh, you know, you know, will you drink again? And I was like, well, at the moment, ne- no, because the positives outweigh the negatives by far. It's too, and I think it's too one like yeah, it's too. I'm lopsided. a better dad. I'm a better partner. Um, I've got more work than I've ever had before. Like all Have those issues. Have you got anything that you aren't better at now that you're sober? that you were better at doing when you were drinking? None. Yeah, that's what really alarmed me. The one thing I was worried about was for me was my social life, like so much of my social um, demeanor uh, and like things like, you know, even when you're going on a date and stuff, I think I'd spoken about how I'd, you know, never really felt comfortable in my own skin, so I'd have to dr- have a few drinks to relax. Yeah. So those what scared me the most about sobriety was am I going to be able to be myself or am I going to be fun and enter, like a, a fun person to be around if I'm sober and to be honest I'm better yeah like, I, that's that's the thing is and that all comes back to mental health which is me learning why I drank and what I was trying to cover up like the lack of genuine confidence versus bravado and charm and charisma which I know I have but it was not confident it was based out of insecurities and and it's also it's like the people are closest to you um uh, are the ones that, you know, they give you that feedback. So, my, you know, my partner's been really supportive. My kids have noticed the difference. But recently, uh, one of uh, fellow squash dogs, uh, a good mate of mine, Jules, who you've met, yes. um, who uh, started squash dogs with me and we started playing, he, he hurt his ankle and he can't do it anymore. But he said something, and, uh, and he will probably listen to this, if not his partner will tell him, but he said something that I will never forget for the rest of my life. We were playing golf because he can't play squash anymore yeah. because of his ankle. But he goes, you know, he goes, but you are now – a better human being. Like he just put it all in the one thing. It's like just physically, mentally, and how you approach things. Right. You are better than what you were before. Right. And I was like, oh, was I worse before? And he's like, no, but it's just, you, you can just tell the way you hold yourself. And you talked about it as well. It's posture. Like I've even noticed that my posture is better right. until you brought it up. And then I think, you know, we just took a photo before. We're both just standing up straighter. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm taller and, than I was before, right. even though on my passport it says 188 centimeters and I am only 185. Yeah. But 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's that weird thing where you're just like, wow, that that's that's what this year has been like. And I think it's that it's a good thing because it's not. I don't think it's something to do with like postures in like work we've done on our back or anything. It's just genuinely like feeling bigger, like feeling like you're you've got your arm. You yeah, know, we're not standing. physically bigger. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sorry, sorry. I mean more like just you know on top of the world. Yeah, yeah. And this is why I'm so conscious or aware. Um, Careful, cautious. I'm so cautious about putting too much self worth into how much we look, uh, yep. how much uh, the way we look and we weigh. We will do the scales today, yep. but I'm taking it as a very sort of an arbitrary figure at the moment, as just as a snapshot of where we were at today, December 20th, yep. before I go off to Sri Lanka, and then we'll do a weigh in when I get back. Yeah, for the but big I'm, yearly one. What it represents to me is getting less and less now over the time. Over time, which and think about this is what blows my mind away. Cast back to I think it's episode four or five, yeah, where we started to dropping the five kilos and we were screaming at the top of our voice like yeah. just going absolutely bananas right. I think there was one episode where the feedback was can you please stop screaming and uh, it was just we, yeah we, jo- that was Josh Hill next door yeah. he was getting upset <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was just like, and so, but now it, again, it's it's that less, it's less meaning about it. Like we used it as a, a, a as a yardstick. Right? Yes, we really did need it, and yes. we needed that momentum at the start. But I think with our support for each other, but also support from our listeners, right, where they were like, "Yeah, go for it, go right. for it," because for them, they needed to, they needed to see something because they totally. hear and, us, I, and I agree, I and agree. they hear the change in our voice. But when they actually see then the physical changes and how we are approaching our way to life right that spurred a lot of people to lose kilos well the podcast uh wouldn't have worked if we didn't have the scales to show the progress yeah. right because it's 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 not about um uh you know how we feel it's hard to describe oh, i'm feeling better than i felt two weeks ago ben but i think i'm feeling better than better than you <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like it's like, like, like oh, you lost weight i lost weight but i lost more whatever it is yeah it's harder to measure it in terms of how you feel right yeah it was but- so funny i was christmas shopping recently and it made me think of it, one of my favorite moments which was also so frustrating when we were doing this was uh there was a, a jb hi-fi there was a discount on um uh on uh we had the uh the uh, fit, uh, not Fitbit, the fit, the Fitbit um, weight scales. Scales, and, you like, smash them? and I saw someone holding it. And I just wanted to go over and go, don't fucking buy. It. <laughs> don't I think buy it. Fitbit scales are fine as long as it's one person using it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And as long as you're not using it for a pu- fucking podcast. That was one of my favorite. Where it was like a ten second wait before the scales yeah, yeah. came in. Remember that first weigh in? <laughs> so. Well, it's still a bit of a nostalgia catch-up. The first weigh-in was that I came in at, I think, 121.1 yeah. or something yeah. or two. And then you get on and you did the exact same or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and we were like, oh, my God, what yeah, are the yeah, – oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then it turns out the scales are faulty. Yeah. Oh, no, that's right. You were 119 and then I yeah. came at 119 as well. And then, and then, and then there was the – like, because when I set them up, there was the BBL. Yeah. Which was uh, – Stood for something. You put it, give yourself a um, nickname, yeah? Yeah. Like, uh, was it uh, – something like – BBF. It was BF. Yeah, big fat bastard. Big fat bastard. Yeah. BFB. 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 Yeah, BFB. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I would never do that now. To yourself, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be there every time I go, oh, big fat bastard, go you. Like, I would never do that again because right. I know how it just wouldn't help. Yeah, yeah. So this is what I hopefully people are getting out of the pod were, well, okay, I can't, I can't project onto other people. No. I can talk about the experiences I had. This is what I've taken out of the pod and my, what I've learned in this last 11 months or 12 months it has been. Is that the bet was the spark you and I needed, yep. which we were aware of, which is why we put the rule about keeping it off. Yep. Because we knew that if we do this, then that it will get us into gear yep. because uh, we're competitive. And 
that's what I've been saying over the last couple of weeks, this understanding of the pain of doing an action, which yep. is exercise and diet in this case, versus the pain of regret of not doing it. So for me, for years, the pain of regret of not doing it was so far in the future, which was health issues like, you know, um, heart problems, diabetes or whatever. They were so distant. Yep. It didn't feel as painful as how much it sucked to exercise and diet. Yep. But when the bet came in, it rem- it brought the pain the- of the future quicker because I the, the idea of having to lose to you or publicly yep. like not win the bet or whatever was more painful than having to wake up and go to the gym or go for a run while I'm on tour. Does that make sense? Yeah, and then the flip side to that for me is yeah. it turned it into a game. And I've discovered that for me, exercise, yes, I can go to the gym and stuff. But the, the, the thing when it comes to health, I need it to be game. I need it to be fun. Right. Be it squash or getting excited about making unique smoothies. It has to be fun. Yeah, yeah. And the bet made it fun. That, right. And it made me realize that you can inject fun in everything. Our job is to be fun on stage. I reckon half the time I left it all out on stage and did nothing with regards to my fitness. That's interesting. Like, know, you, know, we, yeah. you know, we make people laugh. We do gigs all over the country. You know, that's what we do. And then back there, I felt like, you know, I left it all out there when really it was like, why can't I just have fun doing this? Like, and that's what it's turned into. Right. Again, I can't believe I started Squash Dogs. Right. <laughs> I can't believe I got Toby Dasso to get us a logo and a crest and we've got T-shirts, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't believe, you know, I'm playing, you know, Squash with Husey. Like, it's yeah. just all that kind of stuff where you go, it doesn't make, like, ask me a year ago when I was totally. overweight. And, and the other one as well, it's just like, you know, touch wood, but it's like, you know, my friend Jules rolled his ankle. And that's the thing. This is the first time. And I reckon in a decade, I have gone a whole year without rolling my ankle. Right. And my dad was explaining, he goes, yeah, because you're 20 kilos lighter. (laughs) Every time you just tip over that edge, your ankle goes. Right. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. And I've got a lot of injuries, but I feel less pain than I did before. Yeah. Sure, there's the pain of giving you a thousand bucks, and that will never go away. <laughs> of but- course, and I'll make sure it doesn't as well. I'll keep reminding you about how a great you know, time I, I had in Thailand. I had a dream. I, had a, I can't remember to do this. I had a dream that you bought an apartment in the city, right? You're like, hey, come over, check out my new apartment. I was like, oh, this is exciting. <laughs> and the only thing, because we've talked about this when I went to your place, you didn't have anything on your walls. And you were like, oh, how do I decorate my apartment? Right. In my dream, I walk into your apartment, and what is the one and only thing hanging on your wall? What? Is you got every one of those $50 notes framed. <laughs> so you just had $1,000 just on the wall. I was like, <laughs> You know what? There's a photo of you handing me the cash. Maybe I'll just frame that. Yeah. I'm going to frame that. But I have started. There's a whiteboard that I used to um, use for my stand-up writing, like in yep. terms of structuring my show. Do you put on a lab coat before you use <laughs> Oh, sorry, I put put an effort into putting my festival shows together. Unlike you just going and drinking coffee, going, ah, coffee! Uh, no, I have a, yeah, yeah, in terms of structure and stuff like that, but uh, over the last few months I haven't. So I just started slipping in photos of things that just in the, through the edge of the of the whiteboard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's sort of now becoming a little bit of a wall of uh, memories kind of thing. Yeah, great. I also do have a frame of my first $5 note I got paid for comedy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah, I do have that. that. And, uh, um, but, yeah, I think uh, I've, me, got the, I've still got the first glass that someone threw at me. <laughs> at, at a gig? Yeah. <laughs> I had, mine was a can of uh, Melbourne Bitter. Mel- oh, really? I caught it and I sculled the remaining bit. I felt I like a fucking I, hero. I remember I did a gig once when I started and someone threw a hat on stage. A ham. No. <laughs> <laughs> a 
That's where it started. I'll leave all the fun and food up here. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember someone threw a hat on stage and I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, maybe if you put it on, you'll start being funnier. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Oh, That's the hat trick. I, um, yeah, so I think for me that was what the, the bed did was – for, made me focus, uh, made me not fall off track because yep. I had a goal. Yeah. But once I achieved the goal, we saw a little bit of the wheels come off because yep. all of a sudden the motivation to stay healthy yep. wasn't uh, as prevalent like uh, the bet was. Like as long as I stayed under 100, I was still going to win. Totally. So I fucked around too much maybe, would say, yep. like, which is when I realized one of the drawbacks of the way I was doing the cheat day was it was still – fetishizing food and it was a lot about overindulging rather than enjoying yeah so then i shifted that focus i shifted it from going when i do do cheat days i will eat everything and anything that i enjoy but as soon as it stops being actually enjoyable i'm going to stop yeah so there was a moment when me and dave thornton in brisbane were together where we'd been hanging out all day eating blah 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 and for a swim i remember posting a photo of that oh, on that's Instagram right, account. That's right. Um, that night I was like, oh, fuck my cheat day. I, I wanted to have Maccas this week and I haven't had it. And it's like 1230 or whatever at night B- before going to bed. Just for the sake of having Maccas, I remember ordering all these like milkshakes and ice cream and all that. And I felt yuck. Yeah. And that's not what the cheat day uh, should be about for me, at least. For yeah. me, it's about giving myself that freedom to enjoy the things I like. Yeah. Without So that then for the rest of the week, I don't create, I don't. I don't feel like long I'm being, for it. I don't. No, I still long for it to an extent, but it's. I don't feel like I'm deprived. Yes, yes right. Yes, yes. I I just go. Oh, that'll be nice to have some pasta right now. But you just wait a couple of days. Yeah. Like I've said, it's easier for me to say not right now than never again. Yeah. So that was the lesson along that way where I went. Okay, cool. You fucked that up. Uh, you not not fucked that up, but you 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 know you fell off a bit. But let's get back on track. That is something I never did as. Uh, before this year. Yeah. As soon as I fell off track, it was like, let's just go whole hog. So it's the equivalent of someone who's trying to quit smoking. They have one cigarette. They go, well, fuck it. I've had one today. I might as well have a packet. Yeah. So you start, like, you you just go, rather than giving yourself that one, Yeah. you just, or two even, you go, well, let's we'll just do the whole, um, you know, mess. Yeah. So that was the big lesson from May for me. Shift. to Yeah. Yeah. Because that's it's just going. Huge shift. Just understanding, hey, just because you relapsed once doesn't undo everything. And that, but it will if you keep giving into it. Exactly. So the important thing there was shame. Yeah. For me, I cl- realizing how much shame I'd attached to falling off the wagon, for putting on a couple of kilos, yep. meant that it would spiral me out back in the day. Yeah. Whereas what we did with what I've learned with the pod and what we did when we chatted to, uh, uh, to about it out loud was me going, "Hey, it's fine. It's not." It's yep. not ideal if you keep doing it every day like that. But hey, you you had a week, you had a blow, and that's what deal day was. That's how. That's right. That's how we came up with the idea. Where I decided, you know what, I'm going to have a day today after seven days of cheat days or whatever. Today's deal day is about everything I actually enjoy and I want to feel good about it because the seven days before that I was feeling guilty every step of the way. Yeah. So shifting that mindset from it being a thing of like a taboo or 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 um. Something that's not not that I feel bad about meant that I wasn't actually enjoying it as I ate it. Yep. I was feeling shitty about it. Whereas Dilde was going, "Fuck it, I am having a great time. I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to eat this fucking massive Sunday that I had." Yeah. And gonna, and, but Fuck, as soon as I felt it was a huge one. <laughs> but that's what I want to get to in this episode is uh, and um, previous guest Ben Fordham pre- uh, 
preempted it as well, but I've been thinking about this a lot, about the branding of the name Cheat Day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, he sent me, Ben Fordham sent me a message saying, I have been chatting my hypnotist that um, yeah. the word Cheat Day is not good, it's got bad juju. Yeah. <laughs> and I know what he meant. And in fact, It's juju day. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's juju beans. <laughs> no, I... Uh, I've been thinking about that for a while. In fact, I would even go as far to say even four years ago when I first started doing the cheat day, my yep. brother told me about we should change the name to something else because cheat doesn't sound right. It should be reward day. So we called it reward day. I oh, see so you did back then. Back then. But then I think once we started, cheat day is more fun word to say for comedy purposes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also more zeitgeist. It's a bit, people know what a cheat day is. Yeah. But uh, I've been writing stand up around this idea about me wanting to rebrand it to treat day. Because you're treating yourself for doing a good yeah. job for the week. And it's also the idea that um, uh, uh, comedian Fran Middleton I was talking to her about, it. she goes, why call it cheat day? It's part of the rules. You're not actually cheating. If your rules are you died for six days and the seven day you eat anything you want, it's not a cheat. Oh, that's a good, that's I, a good I point. Was like, I was like, yeah, you know what? That's a great way of framing because it's not. It's within the rules. So it could of be you... rebranding cheat day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which is ironic because my festival show is called Cheat Day. <laughs> And, so it'll uh, be after festival. <laughs> well, well, it's more it's more to do with yeah, like it's just that uh, it's true. It feels like you're doing something naughty and taboo, but really, yeah. it's fun and you're allowed to. So why feel guilty about it? But right? it, it, again, it's that it's that shift. Like I, I, and this is and this has only happened in the last couple of weeks. But I've come to a big realization, and and thanks to our amazing listeners and and talking about it. Mm-hmm. But what I've noticed is that in this year. I think I have now and fully accepted that I have transitioned into being a parent. Because I think when oh, I was- Oh, tell it, me more about that. So the thing about it was I was eating a lot, bad food and drinking. Okay? At the start of the year, you had a four-year-old? No, three-year? So, well, yeah, Minka was three, turning four, and, and Tao was one, turning two. Right. So, so yeah. we're in, we're, and for all the parents out there, we're in the midst of craziness. You know, we've got another toddler coming through. Minka's turning into a person. It's just, and it, you know, and we live small. Testing but time. It's it really testing time, both as a family. But what I noticed as well is that because I, you know, because I work at night and I drink and I'd eat late, I'd still associate it with that with my life before kids. Now, right. You're hanging on to your youth. I'm hanging on to my youth. Like, and, and, and that's because of my work. It's fun. We get to do what we love to we get do. To play. We get to play. And, and for me, I was just like, it's great because then I'd be like, oh, I'm looking forward to my work because it, it's an escape. Like I was escaping. And, and that's what a lot of people see that as work to have a break from the kids. And then you come back and you be a family man. But what I love about this, and after losing the weight and 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 being healthy and then and and doing it, I've noticed that I've transitioned into a parent because now I go to work. But what I want is I don't want to stick around in a gig. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be the last one. I want to be the first one on or whatever the gig is. I want to get home. Why? Because I want to see my family and I want to get to bed early so I can wake up and go to the gym the next day. And just mm. that attitude to my health has then just made me realize that the important people in my life, the most important people in my life is my family. And I always thought that that was the case. It's not until I genuinely started looking after myself and really appreciating who I am and my health that I realized, oh, yes, I am a dad and those people are the most important people in my life. And if I don't look after myself, then how in God's name am I going to... And I knew that theoretically, but it's actually going through the motions mm. and doing it made in me realise, having- wow, that, that, that's it. I'm a dad. Like, And I always knew my dad, but it's like it's now I feel it and, mm. and I see the importance of it and see how important health is 
to make sure that not only that I'm a good role model, but also that I'm a better human being around so I can support my my partner when things are challenged or that my kids or teaching my kids right. the importance of it. Of being and, yeah. And, and I think and I think I've been really lucky with that, that, that transition of health plus no drinking. I was gonna bring us uh, challenging challenge you on that a little bit by going, you're looking you like to be on the gig early so you can go home and be with your family. But how much of that would you attribute to the fact that you're now not going to be drinking at the gig? And how much do you reckon will change if you do start drinking at the gig? Well, a great question because the thing about it is I noticed the difference because I'd already quit drinking before we'd done that, I was already still wanting to hang out, right? Like hang out. You know, oh, hang- so even before we started the pod, you still were sober but wanting to hang out. Yeah, yeah, totally. Ah, okay. So, and then it wasn't until I was like, hang on, but if I get to bed late, then I'm not going to be able to give 110% to the gym session in the morning. Right. Or that I won't have the energy to play squash after I drop the kids at. Right. Like that Those, became. Because of the pod. Yeah. It, it was good habits that came from that. Yeah. And so it was right. just really funny that, that, that the habit that it was changed, but also right. that sort of transitioning to, hang on, you actually, you know what it is to a degree? You're acknowledging how good you feel. Yeah. I think that was that as well. It's like, because I think in the past when we've lost weight, we're like, oh, this is good. This is great. But it could disappear again. Like, you know, that thing right. where it could, it could disappear or I will go down that spiral again or, you know, I'll have a hiccup or, you know, whatever. But now it's like, oh, no, this feeling is here to stay. And not only that, I will do everything to flourish it, make it better, continue it. Because you get high on the fact that you are feeling good and that you want to improve and get better as a person. Right. And this goes back to what I was saying about being proud of my ability to tap into the work I did on mental health when the times were tough. So a couple of episodes ago, we talked about the hernia that I had and how much I was kind of disappointed by it because I just got on this trend where I was enjoying uh, lifting weights for the first time. And How's that go? Well, this is what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> I was like, do I throw you under the bus? Or yes, I will. No, uh, but the bus just went over you because you're so small now. It does nothing happened to you, which is what's great. But no, um, it was about that, that when we recorded, I hadn't been back at the gym yet because I was yep. too afraid to lift weights again. But sorry, also, I was, disappoint- sorry, I was disappointed that like my dad, you know, in a weird way, I'm like, you know, dad's yep. eight hernias or whatever. I've got that same problem. So <laughs> there's eight that or mean, nine. It's eight. Uh, uh, well, we lost count, <laughs> but we know minimum eight. But um, it's the weirdest advent calendar. <laughs> I'll get back to the dad thing. What were you about to say? Um, no, I was just saying that. Just speaking of uh, just getting run over by a bus, I had this thought <laughs> just recently where my son loves trains, and I was watching this television series as the train goes past. You know, in movies where like I always thought that if if the train's coming, that if you duck really low, the train will go over you. And I remember like thinking about that. If that happened now, but cut back a couple of years ago, I would have been cleaned up by this train. But now I could actually lie flat. And the train <laughs> could go over. <laughs> well, I can do the same as long as I don't turn around and the hernia takes it. <laughs> 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 and it's just dragging behind. Yeah, yeah. Going, ah, just, oh, just, come on, give but, it back. But hang on, because it's attached to your intestines, wouldn't it just keep going I'm like traveling. a musician? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the, 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 like um, a musician? No, no, like a magician. Magician, you know, yeah, yeah, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, uh, confetti just yeah, coming yeah. Um, Yeah, I think it was a really kind of disheartening more mentally because it was like, it made me think a lot about genetics and, you know, my parents aren't healthy. Both of them have diabetes. Both of them have, uh, have had quadruple bypass surgery. Both so, of them? Yeah, 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 yeah. How have we not talked about this? Have we not? <gasps> 
Yeah, so mum mum, mum had a mild heart attack in 2013, went to get checked, turned out there was a a blockage that was 99% blocked or 98% blocked. So she had to go into emergency um, heart surgery. That was 2013 uh, on dad's birthday. Uh, weirdly enough, happy birthday! Because <laughs> that's why I called him. I called him June third. I'm like, happy birthday! And he's like, oh, actually, shut that down. <laughs> um, so that was 2013, June third, and then uh, three years later, almost exactly three years later, June 2016, uh, Dad uh, has a bit of discomfort, goes and gets checked, and he's rooted and has to have quadruple bypass surgery as well. So. My brother calls me up and I and I and I and we speak. I'm like, and the first thing my brother and I say to each other, I go to my brother, Sue, which one of us is next? And yeah. he, go, he goes, definitely you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know those things. That's is such I, big warning. Like you've known that for like such a. Which is why I'm fascinated by the inability to tap into that moment of realizing how much I am heading towards a bad place if I don't correct my behavior. Yeah. But it took a year and a half before I did it. Like it took 2016 June is when dad had this uh, surgery. It should have happened with mom. And by the way, I can't quite explain how scared, um, pain, so much pain that both, my parents were in like it the, yeah. the surgery is so difficult like so mom literally on. said she she at one point as she's come out of the surgery because they they cut open your rib cage yeah, rip it open and and you know put it back <laughs> together right she said the pain was so brutal um she saw my brother and me we, after while well, she was in icu and as soon as we left she said to herself Okay, she's she's Muslim, religious. She yep. said to Allah, she was like, okay, I got to see my sons. That's enough. You can take me now. Yep. Like she was like, I've heard it's, the, the most it's horrific so pain. painful, right? And she said that to me. My dad, three years later, says to me, he could never, like he's had people who have wronged him so many times in a real awful way. And he says, I still, even on them, I wouldn't wish they, for them to go through the pain of the recovery. Insane. Because you have like, You've got tubes going through your uh, in, in through your mouth to your stomach and stuff to pump all this gunk that's there. And that entire time, that it's a tube in your yeah, throat. My, for like my over, mom said the same thing over like twenty four hours or whatever. And I'm sure there are surgeries that are worse, but this is like I can only talk from my experience. And he's saying that moment where you can't sleep, you can't. It's just in continuous pain. It's so awful. So these are two people who love me and I love who are saying how awful it is. And yet, y- yep. I didn't make any changes to my life until. Uh, you know, 2016, uh, 17, December 31st, when I put on a shirt and it didn't fit. Yeah. So, you know, it came down to aesthetic, I guess. Oh, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just a bunch of things in a row. Uh, I, I think about that a fair bit about how, you know, alcohol definitely played a part in why it always relapsed. So I'd get on a bit of a moment, yep. momentum, I get drunk, and then I lose that momentum, and then I just put on, and then I spiraled out. Whereas 2016, August is when I stopped drinking. So June, it happened to dad. Yep. Two months later, uh, I quit drinking. And I think, you know, I needed to do a lot of work with my therapist on as to why I drank so much and fixing that problem. Then once that was done, I had a few mental health issues that was done yep. that I needed to work on. And we talked a lot about weight along the way. Yeah. But none of it came into full practice until I understood why I did, why I behaved the way I did, why I binge eat, why I overdrink, and why I don't like exercising. Yep. Yep. And to me, that's what the podcast did was being able to have a reason to stick to the plan 
that's all it was. It was like, yep. I can't lose to Ben or I want to win the money. Whatever the motivation yep. was, was to keep me on track. But on the way there, it was about learning what is it the things that I enjoy. So I found out I like running. I found out that this diet that I can do where if I don't eat from 12, I can only eat from 12 to 8 for eight hours. And that's really manageable. Yep. That's fine. I can do that. It's not a it's not a quick fix. Obviously, like I mentioned multiple times, the broccoli, chicken breast, sauerkraut diet, it's not sustainable. I know it's not. But if it's a quick little thing I need to re- readjust for myself, I do that. And, I'm you know, I'll lose three, four kilos in, in like, you know, in a week. And I can do that if I need it to because yep. I, I have focus. But I know it was not a long-term thing. So I didn't, you know, put too much value to that. But what I did value was balance. The idea that between eight, 12 to 8, I can eat, you know, um, everything but carbs, uh, sugar, and dairy, and then come six days later or seventh day, I will have that if I want. Yeah. So I think that moment when I had the hernia, all those feelings came flooding back going, oh, I've got dad's you know, weak hernia situation. I wonder how much I'm prone to you know, diabetes and heart, heart failure as yeah, well. Yeah, totally. Because um, there was a scary bit at the start where a lot of people asked me about it was when you – and you, you know, you, you've dropped a lot of weight uh, and you were dropping it really quickly that a lot of people started going, yeah, but if he drops it too quickly, he could be susceptible to heart attacks. Like a couple of people mentioned – now, I, I didn't do any research on it. but To mention to, about you? To, to me about you. So about that, me? Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> no, because you hadn't hit 100. <laughs> You wanted, you thought a quick way to win the money is if like, I died. He's dead. He's like, but then, hang on, a week later, I would have been very thin. <laughs> and also, well, how are you going to collect the cash? Um, I would have found a way. Uh, <laughs> really? Who do you have hit? So I die I'd midway, like, so I'm 110 kilos. I'm on a died, to and then you get to 199 and you go, knock, knock, knock. Uh, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Jason. Sorry for your loss. Also, pay up. <laughs> this baseball bat doesn't need to meet your knees. Oh, so um, good. Yeah, if you lose too quickly, you can get a heart attack. Is that- yeah, it's just because your body just is is changing so much and then the blood's pumping around. Like it, uh, someone said that, you know, there are adverse effects to losing weight so quickly. But then I was saying that to a lot of people, but it was like, but also we're not we're not like we're MMA fighters where we're just trying to get down to a lower weight division and we're cutting right. weight hard and dehydrating. No. We were still doing stuff. We were just exercising. And it's like anything. At the start, you lose a lot of weight. Well, like, yeah. Because I-, I reckon recently, like, um, you know, like I know that I put a couple of kilos on and I was like really – I wasn't frustrated, but it was like recently, again, I was like – it was that thing where I was like, wow, but I know that I will get back to the gym. I know that my kids won't be sick anymore. I'll I'll be bang on to it again and I'll feel great. But it's like in the past, I just didn't have I didn't have those tools. Mm. Like and that and that's what I've really enjoyed about this pod as well, is um I think it was a couple of months ago. I think it was maybe when you were doing the live Yes, it was when you were doing the live pod when you won your Logie, right? And uh, there was a gentleman who came up and said, hey, look, I'm a fan of uh, Fitbit Pod. So this is the Little Dum Dum Club. The little Club d- did a, uh, a celebration, a live episode of me after I won the Logie. Yes, one we were both on. Yeah. And weird if I wasn't on. They just did a yeah. celebration without me. <laughs> yeah. And there was a gentleman, I've forgotten his name. I believe it was Michael, but uh, he came up and said, look, I've really enjoyed the pod. I just needed that fire. I needed something to listen to inspire me as well. And I think he lost something like 28 kilos. Right. I think I met this guy. Yeah, and it was that thing where it's like he wasn't boasting about it. This is why I really think about him. He wasn't boasting about it. He was just really proud, but he's also proud because he wanted to just share 
in this community that, that we created. Like, right. like I still one of my favourite descriptions of this pod is it's like the biggest, biggest loser, loser and Weight Watchers but without the passive aggressiveness. Right. And I really like that because I've done them all and you just really, really realise that quite often in that area there's, there's, there's support but it's even it's focused on, you know, intense weight, intense goals, which is what we did at the start. But now it's all about feeling good. It's about your mental health but it's also making sure that you support each other and have fun along the way. Yeah. That's really the thing I've taken the most out of this just if you make it fun if you make it enjoyable then why wouldn't you not continue doing it yes there'll be times where it's pain it's hard and you're trying to go you know a whole bunch of set of kilos on the bench press but if you make it fun then the rewards are it's, it's like a bonus on top of all the rewards of losing weight putting on that new shirt feeling better like i just i just can't that's probably one of the biggest things I take away. And now it's with my kids as well. Like, yeah. I make exercise fun. Like my daughter, I can't believe I'm going to put this on the record. She's Unco, right? She is. <laughs> she, we had to, she, she didn't walk. She didn't walk. Uncoordinated for those who don't yes. know what Unco means. She she didn't walk. She was two. And we were classic parents. We were worried about it. We even took her to, we should be going to a physio for the last year and a half. We, we were worried. And they were like, and like, we didn't have anything to worry about. But I remember him saying this so vividly. He's like, look, she'll get there. You know, like, you know, she's a bum shuffler. She'll start walking. She didn't walk till she was 20. bum shuffler. Is that something shuffler? that Adam Richard does? <laughs> but it was that thing where it's like, if you don't want bum shufflers, they're on their bum. And so that Minka did not crawl. So right. she did not crawl. So you'd just be there. And then in the hallway, you just see this. Like, you know, when dogs have worms and uh, they scrape their bum along right, the ground. Right, right, that's right, right. what That's what, you know, like. Bum shuffling is. Bum shuffling is. And then I remember him saying, look, she'll get there. She'll be totally fine. Uh, you just have to, um, you know, make sure that she focuses on certain things. Like, she won't be a professional athlete. I was like, oh, you could have. Easy. Like, like, I know. I was like, come on, mate. Like, But then I remember. It was at first I found all the exercises really arduous, like, because then, you know, like it's, you go through stages of, you know, running and jumping and stuff. But it wasn't until I started doing exercises, I started making fun that instead of going, Minka, you got to balance on one leg, you got to balance on for 10 seconds. Like, like I, I didn't make it fun. I just yes. made it. And then now it's like she does have exercise, but I'll set up a mini ninja warrior course in my house. Right. With pillows. You got to go jump from that couch onto that couch. Right. And again, do you I, play the lava game? The, what's the lava game? So uh, I don't know the exact rule. I think each person has a different way. It's like you tell them like that that there's um, you're standing in a, like a volcano, yeah, and there's all bits and pieces of rock. So you have to step on like parts of the carpet or whatever that has uh, rock, so that forces them to jump from one place to the other. It's like it. yeah, yeah. You try and get from couch to couch without stepping on the ground, like you know, you just imaginary yeah. lava on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great one. Mm. Wow, that would be a really tricky situation. Be great, bad. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the thing about uh, when you put on weight that you sort of, you know, you'll get there because something you said in the chat when uh, we spoke to Sonia Diorio for- Yes, uh, coming up. You know, uh, no, I think it might be before, whatever, we'll oh, discuss yeah. it after, but um, be, um, which I wrote down because I want to ask you about it because you said this, you said um, when you put on two, three kilos extra, there's a little part of you now that's excited because you now get to lose them again. Yeah. I find that- very alarming, yeah. The way you framed it, okay. Because it sounded like, and hopefully this is wrong, but it sounded like that means you can't find the joy unless you dig yourself into a hole first. Like it's like the yeah. idea of getting out of the hole is what's exciting you, not being out of the hole. Yeah, but no, no, I totally get that. I completely misread it. So in, in saying that, it's like if I put on a couple of kilos, in the past I'd be like, well, I'm done. 
Like, I can't do it. I failed. Like, that's right. how I would look at it. But then this time I'd be like, oh, I put a couple of kilos on. I know I can get them off. Right. I didn't have those tools. I would go into this mess. I would go into this hole when I know what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. Right. I didn't have those tools. Right. I didn't have those tools. So when I do that, I know that it's not hopeless, and I know that's that goal. Like, because the classic example is like recently after doing night shoots and then uh, for Ninja and then, Warrior, yeah. for Ninja Warrior, and then having uh, sick sick family. Right. It wasn't until I like, then not in a fully sick way, yeah. just actually <laughs> sick. But it was just that thing where I was like, I I yeah. know that I can get back. I, I can get back on the wagon. Mm. I, again, it's wagon. It, it, you know yeah. what I've noticed doing this part? I know love we've changed it from curveball to googly. Uh, we never – it's always been – okay. Yeah, you're right. It's googly. Sorry, sorry. It's googly. I've started using it in conversations. Okay. I'm bringing googly All right. into that one. But it's just, again, it's that thing where it's like I, it, there was, I wasn't in the ditch. I just know that I want to stay under 100. Like that's where, that's where I want to be. Mm. Ultimately, I would love to get to 94 just because we did that – uh, that's body what my scan thing. body scan thing. And as, as a goal, which I feel like I still need clear goals, that's something that I'd like to work to. I think you can use the idea of wanting clear, uh, clear goals, but not necessarily making the goal about that weight. Because we have to understand that something we spoke to with Carl Chandler on his episode where he's vehemently against the idea of not looking at scales yeah, is that's that right. he goes, well, why would you like, you know, not have a thing that you can, uh, you know, measure, sh- to. measure to because you can't manage what you can't measure. Yeah. Right. So only from a starting point, go, this is where I was at. And then you progress and you see the progress you've made. That makes sense to me. But what I think is important to realize is that you the, med, the thing that we used to measure it with isn't as um, as reliable yep. as we think. It's a good starting point, definitely. But it shouldn't be the main motivator. So the analogy that I think Carl used either on the pod or to me personally was that it's about like it's like he's saying it's like playing soccer, but goals don't matter. <laughs> Having kicking goals, right? I'm not sure. So Carl, <laughs> but that is a. I get the point he's making, but I think it's a slightly misinformed analogy because in soccer, goals absolutely link to victory, whereas with weight loss, scales do not necessarily link to victory. And I can, you can be heavier yep. than you were, but still be healthier and fitter. Totally. And then you know what I like? Because we can spin that analogy on him because one of the funnest things to do is kick the ball in the park. There are no goals. I just kick the soccer ball back and forth with my son. We do exercise. We're part of it. And we're doing it. You know what I mean? Like there's, that's yeah. still fun. Do you know what I mean? Like right. just because you don't have goals and you don't have that ultimate victory doesn't mean that that part can't be fun. You can't fun. enjoy the moment. Exactly. Like, like I get <laughs> people make fun of me about how often I <laughs> perform stand. Oh, like I'll go to every nook and cranny yeah, yeah. and perform. And people are like, you know, within our mates will hang shit on me going, why yeah. are you still doing, you know, over mic, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's like. Oh, you don't get it. I love this. Yeah, I yeah. love that I get to do this. This is crazy that I get to do stand-up for a living. But also, my alternative is not like I go back to a family or anything like that. I'm yeah. just at home, whatever. I'm like, I found something that I love and it's a priority of mine. To, and it's just it just happens to be pushing my career. Totally. So for me, it's that it's the same way I approached uh the same way I approached fitness sorry uh comedy is what i always wish i could do for fitness yeah because i remember knowing that i would do every gig i can not because i believed necessarily that if i did this 
open mic in that's 40 minutes away from where I live, that that will lead me to getting to whatever my goals are, say the gala, for example, whatever. I knew it played a part, even though it didn't have a direct link to it. Even though, sorry, even though it's not a, like an immediate link, I know that being uh, doing the gig at some point or the other will equip me better to doing the gala at some point. Yeah. And all I focused on was the idea that, hey, you're going to walk into this gig, uh, you're going to walk out of this gig a better comedian than you were when you walked in. Yep. And guess what? It turns out you love it too. What an awesome feeling. Something yep. you love will help you leave better. Yeah. So I was always trying to find the thing that I loved with fitness going – what is the thing that I can do that when I walked into it, I will not be as good as when I walk out of it? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. For me, that was finding what running was to me, knowing that yep. even though that I hated it at the start, hey, just walk for an hour. That'll yep. do. That'll all. Because all, that, that, that's all that'll matter because the feeling I got from walking, seeing a different park or going to like, you know, walking to Kings Park in Perth or r- running along the river in Brisbane, like those things I wouldn't have done yep. if I didn't have the bet motivating me but once i had the bed yep. and once it was once it was all done i still hang, hung on to that feeling of wanting to see these new things and yeah, totally. go for hikes in uh, scotland or uh you know run through london like i did a big uh 16 kilometer run i think in london like that yeah, was, well, i would have never fucking done no, that you know what i mean like it's no. so cool that the podcast spurred those things so I, I, when people ask me what, what did you do to lose weight I always say, you know, I, I, I saw a therapist. That's the starting point for yep. me. I said, but then afterwards, if you want the actual technical things, here's three, one, two, three things that I did. <laughs> Intermittent fasting, cheat days, uh, and go for a walk or run, right? Yep. That's 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 pretty much the three things. Oh, and no carbs, yep. uh, dairy, and, and sugar. That's so funny because I, as a joke, I always you say, go, yeah, start go. a podcast. <laughs> yeah. like, what do you mean? How do you, oh, yeah, idea. Yeah. is that an app? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how no, it goes. No, but it, it, and that's why I think it's important to remember what the, the, the principles behind what we did is what's, important is finding a clear goal to try and aim for yep and then using that goal as a chance to learn what you can do well so a lot of people might have these things in the corporate world where a a fitness instructor will come okay we're going to do the eight week challenge and everyone in the office where's this guy from (laughs) he's my pt (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, no, no, no. Uh, who, by the way, is uh, I've said uh, we're keen to get him on the podcast. Yeah, that would be amazing. But yeah, it's that thing I was saying to him with the with things like the eight week challenge and stuff. Those are really great, but they need to use it as an opportunity to learn about themselves. But keeping the eight week yep. goal, so the Carl analogy of the scales, the kicking actual goals or whatever, um, as a motivator. Yep. But it's more about finding what you will enjoy totally. on an ongoing basis. Yeah. Um, and and that takes time. That's trial and error. Like that, correct. That, and that's and that's what we've done with this part. It and, is trial and error until you find. So and it's always and it's not just one thing. Yeah. This is the this is the other big thing that people go. What have you learned the most? It's like there's not one quick fix. Yes, you can do. You know, a you know the big the big trend now is in nine and six. So you lose nine kilos in six weeks, right? Where you pay oh, really? five hundred and fifty dollars. If you lose the nine kilos, they give you the five hundred and fifty bucks. It is going crazy. It's oh, it's. Really? It's huge, right? I yeah, I know. And like nine my na- kilos in six weeks, I yeah. would crush it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would, we did Look, so much better than I know. that. And I was like, "Wow, this is, this is this is the format." But I know you can probably people, people do it. Adam, no- actually- Adam Knox is very a guest. He's been on. Uh, oh, he, he's, he's gonna. Not, he's not, not a guest. guest. We, we we had a new, have you been cheating on me on the, the podcast, doing some episodes <laughs> without me? But he's the one that we really, really like. Okay. He wants to do it. He wants to lose weight. So uh, nine we, and six. Okay. We, we have, have to wrap up. We have to wrap up. I got to go. Um, uh, do we do a scales? 
We should. Uh, yeah, let's, we should. let's do the scales. Do but like right. I said, having said everything, like you know, uh, uh, okay, the scales it. scales are a good way to kind of just keep you a little bit uh, in check. But it's nothing. It don't make it the main focus. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost the titties are completely gone away. I know. Um, I'm I'm having a real. I mean, we we so much more to talk about. What are we? Hundred point seven. Hundred point seven. Clap it out. Clap it out. I um, I, I've been talking a lot about the sense of identity and about how much I'm valuing the idea of making sure that I'm not putting too much value into the trajectory of losing weight yeah. because I know that's what's giving me excitement knowing how much I'm losing weight yeah. but it's more about now I'm shifting it to going hey uh, this is the thought I was going to finish sorry by the way I just remembered we were talking about you said you, you need a goal yeah. Uh, and I think that's what I was saying. You can have goals, but the goals don't have to be scale-based achievements. Oh, yeah, totally. So the goals that I'm setting for myself, and this is what I want to put on the pod before I go uh, on my trip to Sri Lanka, is I would like to still do the intermittent fasting. So that's yeah. eating between 12 and 8 or 1 and 9. And maybe um, three to four times some sort of physical activity. Yeah. So maybe two week, two runs a week maybe. Yeah. Maybe some occasional body workout like uh, push-ups and stuff like that. But that's all I'm going to give myself. Those are, I'm, I'm yeah. not going to give myself a goal of going, all right, I'm not going to put more than five kilos on or I'm not going to lose anymore. Like those aren't, I'm taking those yeah. off the table. You know, I'm just purely bringing back some uh, uh, process-based goals yep. and achievement-based goals, yep. if and, that makes any sense. And I am very much the same. So what have uh, you got while, you're, while I disrobe? While you, you disrobe. Um, so my goals is uh, ultimately I would like to get to 94. And then whether we do that by the but time. This, but don't you, don't you see what I was saying about the 94? Wait, because it let might be... me finish. Let me finish. Associated with that 94 yeah. is, again, when we did the body scan, there was all these percentages of muscle versus fat. Yeah. Now, I ignored all those numbers, right? Because the one thing I liked was, and you already know as well, is that definition of how my body feels strength-wise. Yeah. And I have lost a lot of fat around my body. Now, you know this as well. It's like, for instance, my pectorials are, are you know, I'm nearly next to no man boobs. Like, mm. They are pecs. Yeah. My partner is convinced they are pecs. And the only reason she can say that is because she goes, I've seen some big titties in my time yeah. and you had them. So, yeah, 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 yeah. so, And the other one I've been doing as well, which I want to continue uh, at least a couple of times a week because we're about to go into the silly season, uh, but uh, waking up five to five. So I've been waking up five at five. Oh, so okay. four fifty-five. And Wait, I just that, what's the difference between the five and five? So because I like to be out the door at five. So usually I five minutes to change. Yeah, it's really weird. Do you I was, brush your teeth? No, no. You come when you come back and have a shower. You brush your teeth and all that. Not before you go to the gym. Not at five in the morning. Why not? You fucking stinker. No, you chuck some chewy Mate, in and off you go. This is my process when I get up in the morning. Five fifty-five, five o'clock, five a.m. Yep. Get up. Uh, switch off my Eminem alarm clock. That's going off. <laughs> Um, lose um, yourself? Is it lose yourself? No, it's a song called Survival. Yeah, Survival, yeah. And uh, and then I uh, start making my coffee while it's uh, – I use my AeroPress thing where I put yes, – yeah, while yes. it's brewing there for three or four minutes, that's when I finally put some clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> naked, naked? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, but, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as long as there's no splashback, you're fine. And then uh, <laughs> and then while while that's uh, coffee, then I pour it, I'll sip, um, you brush my teeth. I get coffee that early then, in the morning. Because I'm about to go into writing. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, and then I uh, put on my Aesop deodorant. Uh, <laughs> I put my hand moisturizer and run uh, and then um, wash my face. Yeah. Sit down for some writing, an hour and a half. Then, uh, then meditate for half an hour. Then 
go back to a bit of writing, then go to the gym. Yep. And then it's before I fucking know it, it's nine o'clock and I've ticked off all these boxes. Yep. And that, and that's because we had the, go, you go away yourself. Wait, wait, hang on. We'll finish uh, the start about this thing about the 94 kilo. I want to point this out though. I want yep. to feel like you've got this mind, uh, this target of 94. Yeah. But you know that again, it's along with everything else we've discussed. It's another ar- slightly arbitrary figure. It's just this random scan, right? Totally. I think it's not again, random scan. No, I, I'm, it, it's not random. It, but it's not an exact science. No, I totally okay, maybe agree. Maybe not random. Okay, I, it's not random. Okay, it's but not, it's not random. an exact <laughs> science. But what I'm saying is rather than letting 94 be the motivator, yep. think of what you can do to get to 94 and use the idea of doing them as the goals. Yep. So say it's squash twice a week yep. with gym four times a week. Yep. Have like a calendar, I think, again, you know, we're still learning, yep. but I think have a calendar that you get to tick those off rather than weighing yep. yourself every day saying, am I 94 yet? Am I 94? Because, hey, if you want, if 94 is your only thing, then fucking have diet pills, have, you know, go crazy. Go, yeah, but you know, we know that's not cut, sustainable. Cut your, cut your left tit off. We know. <laughs> like just, I'm just saying, it's like left don't. Left peck. <laughs> <laughs> don't, the, I, the, for me at least, yep. I'm trying not to. Uh, but, have an, a figure like 94 as a yeah. thing to aim for necessarily. Mm. Totally. And because there's going to be a period where we, we, you know, where, you know, whether we want to get muscular or stronger, like, you know, fat turns into muscle. There's all, there's all that associated mm. with that. But the other one is, so you, I, that's your morning ritual. My yeah. morning ritual is five to five. Yeah. Your phone's going off. Uh, that's because uh, is uh, yep. Oh, no. it's time to go. All right. Yeah, we gotta go. So, we gotta go. Uh, quickly, morning ritual. Uh, uh, morning five, five, five to five. five. Then uh, for all the parents out there, I tiptoe through and don't stand on any of the creaky uh, floorboards as I maneuver through the house. Well, that's gonna re- help with balance and uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. very much. So. I played the lava game without realizing. <laughs> 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 Um, and then, so then I get there. Now, uh, for parents who know, uh, in the laundry, I have set up everything. I have set up, I have set up, um, uh, it's ridiculous. I've set up, so pretty much I have all my gym clothes and a change of clothes in the laundry, which is associated next to my bathroom. So right. I can't get changed in my bedroom because it'll wake Maya up and the kids up. So I get changed deodorant. Then I have to walk out. The lava game continues because I have to walk all the way down the back of my laneway because yeah. I can't go out the front door because it wakes the kids up. I have to then go past on cobblestones. So I'm really working my core before <laughs> I ever get there. Uh, then I uh, then I uh, jump in the car, head to the gym. Mm. Uh, then I do the gym, finished at six. Mm. Then I head back. Then I do my 20 minutes of meditation in the car. Yeah, right. And then I come back in there. And then by the time I get there, I have a shower. I brush my teeth. I get myself ready for the day. I sit down on my couch. I then have my mantra list, which I try to read through. And then usually by then it is 6.58, 6.59. I take a couple of deep breaths. I've done all the things I need to do. And then 7 o'clock. The grow clock clocks off, and I hear my son go, "Daddy, the sun's up." Oh wow! And that's how that's how every day he's your Eminem. Yeah, he's my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's my Eminem. Um, all right, I'm gonna right, jump on the scale. Yeah, you keep so talking. I, yeah, I will keep talking. Yeah, it's just be, I was supposed to pick up no, my partner. Yeah, just, oh, slow down, you little sex beast. Uh, well, I'm starting to lose my little titties. Yes, well. yes, you are. I think I can almost do the Ben Knight shifting of the titties. You can, you can do the. You have lost so much weight. You have lost so much weight. It is crazy. Did we take a photo? Did we take a photo? Uh, Okay, I came in at 92.1. Well done. Clap it out. I'm very happy with that. 
Um, also because I've been having like a cheap month as well. Yeah, yeah. Cheap. I can't believe yeah. how much weight you've lost. Like I see you on like on a weekly basis, if not more. Yeah. And yet, I was there at the start when you took your shirt off and you weighed in. You are so much. I just well, can't get over it. Thank you, mate. Well, that's a, that's what the whole vibe of the today's ep, I guess, was just yep. genuinely enjoying some of the victories of the year yep. and just also realizing it's, you know, uh, find out what it is about the things that we did that we feel happy about and yep. make sure that we attribute that happiness to the right things yes rather than just oh i'm 92 or yep. whatever you know it's like oh no it's it's more about hey i you know i'm able to run half a marathon and then even, able to run 5k <laughs> less than 30 minutes and then even our reactions then like if you think about like you know even the earlier apps i would be screaming we look at the numbers we're yeah. talking about 35 scales we both hopped on yeah. we're both happy we're both contained but yeah. it's nowhere near the level of importance well let's what? fucking make it yes well done what um, look, and look, we're going to have to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. We really do, but it has been an incredible 2018, Ben. Thank high you. Five. High five. Congratulations, Daryl. my friends. Very, very proud of and all the work you did. Big, big thank you to our listeners. Uh, thank you for your support, your kind words. We, we couldn't do this out with you. We love sharing our thoughts, our yeah. views. We love it when we get it wrong, and you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I think I love the, like I said, when I listened to the, when I was doing the half marathon, I was listening to the first couple of eps, and it's so cute how we, a don't think we can, well we don't think we're going to do it that quickly you know yep. it's about a two-year podcast yeah uh, but also you were doubtful that we'd ever get there i backed yep. ourselves a bit more but uh also we didn't know if we we're going to release the episode so we're yep. just talking into the air i think the yep. first first four episodes were recorded before it was actually released yeah so that was a really fun thing to now fast forward you know 12 months later and where you know in such a different headspace it's it's, it's, it's a really phenomenal. nice it's a nice um timestamp between the, the time time um, whatever word I'm looking for time hop time hop yeah. time hop between the two apps to just see how Space and, I, <laughs> and I think when we talked about you know standing taller with your back upright a bit more I yep. feel like it's in our voice as well yeah totally <laughs> I, I totally agree hey, so congrats Ben well done on your fantastic and 2018 and big congrats and still and good luck forward. to 2019 for yeah. you too I look forward to it it's going to be exciting I can't it's, wait to see what it's going to be having so many weird fucking challenges that are going to come along the way there's going to be things that I it might debilitate me at times. And I think, you know, I spoke about this on the Sonia Diorio episode about like sometimes when I talk about, you know, the the way I do live my life, the lifestyle that I have, a yep. lot of it has to do with me acknowledge, like trying to be as much as I can in the moment where I acknowledge, hey, this is fun and nice that I have these abilities to, you know, eat out or whatever. So I'm going to do it and make sure I take it all in as yep. I'm doing it. Um it's it's not it's not it's, it's not it's never something that I think this is me for the rest of my life necessarily. Yep. But it's I just don't want to get to that point where you know 2019 if everything goes to shit or whatever and uh you know I you know, I can't afford whatever I have to move back to Sri Lanka who knows whatever might you throw my way I just know. Health? Well, yeah, exactly. Or even if I don't like say whatever reason I get you know we just don't know what life's going to throw yep. at you. But it's about. Being able to enjoy it when you do have it, though. yeah, that's kind of what I want to get at. Is like because of because of things like tall poppy syndrome in Australia, we don't celebrate, you know, achievement as much as we oh, should. I hate the because, tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, because it's like oh, you swap yourself. I'm like, no, I just feel really self assured for the first time, yeah. and I like it. I like not hating myself. Yeah, do you know what it's like to have that much self 
hatred for 30 plus years. Yep. And then all of a sudden you genuinely start to accept yourself for who you are and all your flaws. It's, I'm not going to apologize for that. So if no. that, if that manifests in its way of going, being like, you know what? I feel like uh, going out to eat tonight as well or whatever. Yeah. Can I afford it? Yes, I can. Okay, let's go for it then. Yeah. Because, you know, and some might argue that maybe you should save if at some point, you know, because if things do go shit. But I'm like, I'll deal with that then. Exactly. I'll deal with it then. Right Be now. present. Enjoy the moment and, and look after Good luck yourselves. to everyone. I know Christmas and uh, New Year's is a tough time for a lot yep. of people at times. So if you do have any kind of issues around mental health, I would recommend calling uh, uh, 13 11 14, which is, I think, Lifeline. Yes, it um, is. Yes, it always helps talking. I thought you were going to give out your own number. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't ever call me. No, uh, but do contact us on Instagram and, uh, yep. and Twitter Please if you want to chat. Uh, Twitter, not so much. We're not that active, but uh, Instagram, definitely. Uh, but I genuinely do mean that I know uh, end of the year is a really tough one for some people. Yep. And sometimes people are very cynical about uh, New Year's resolutions and drawing a line in the sand because, you know, time is arbitrary in that sense. Yep. But, hey, fuck it. Like, it worked for me. Yeah, I, I made a decision at the end of at the start of the year. So maybe if anything else, if there's even one person who might not necessarily be feeling like you know you, you, uh, not motivated to do it, use it. Use the idea of this first of Jan as being a fresh start. Yep. Let it be the arbitrary date that it is, and yep. just go fuck it. I'm drawing a line in 2019. Yeah. Going, this is mean, and and you know, <laughs> and you know, it'll be hard to stick to, but just know that if you do, it is worth the effort. And also on top of that, we, we, we said no to Jan 1. We went, you know what, it'll be Jan 25. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like we made up our own date and we started that oh, date. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like it's yeah. so funny. People yeah, go, oh, yeah. why didn't you start Jan 1? I was like, no, no, no. But wait, like I was in Sri Lanka. But also B, I think you and I used to laugh at each other a lot around uh, January when we do gigs together. We both have material about New Year's resolutions yeah, and how yeah. fat we are. <laughs> That's we can't so do true. that material anymore because it. it was always about, oh, I made a decision to get healthy, but it's uh, Jan 15th and I've already eaten yeah. chicken or whatever it is. I used to have, uh, I used to have, um, I, used to, I used to do a bit where I was like, uh, did anyone do, did anyone have a New Year's resolution? I was mm. like, did you have one? I used to point to like this, you know, skin attractive, you know, skinny, attractive woman. She goes, no. I was like, no, why would you? You're skinny and attractive. And that used to be a joke. Now I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> hey, thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you. Uh, you know, stay safe. Uh, have a lovely Christmas and, and New Year's with uh, loved ones or if you're spending it by yourself as well, just, you know, create some new traditions for yourself and have a lot of fun. It's a, it's it's been really wonderful uh, having an audience who listens to us. Yeah, so I it's appreciate, been very humbling. I really appreciate it. It's been very humbling. Yeah. So have a safe Christmas uh, Take from care. Dill and I. Uh, we can't wait to uh, speak to you in the new year. Pun intended with weight. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. All the best. Bye. Bye.